Welcome to Constructed Futures. I'm Hugh Seaton. Today I'm here with Jeevan Kalanithi, CEO of OpenSpace.ai. Jeevan, welcome to the podcast. It's a pleasure to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I'm excited to, to have you on the podcast. Would love to start for those who, few people who may not know, what does OpenSpace do? Yeah, OpenSpace does something really simple. We make it extremely easy for builders of all kinds to capture complete visual records of their projects indoors and out so they can see what's going on without literally being there. More than that, we allow them to capture their project weekly or even daily. So it creates kind of an instant replay or time machine of a project. So in that sense, we create a really simple, easy to use solution that makes photo documentation easy and then creates that system of records so you can see what's actually going on in your project and not just rely on your memory or phone calls or, or written documents that may be pretty incomplete. So there's a lot of cool stuff in there. I want to actually start with the time machine idea. When you first were getting a lot of attention a couple of years ago, I remember reading about that and thought it was really cool that you're creating these layers over time of photos. You want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah, totally. So to ground everybody listening to this, if you use open space, it really looks very familiar, like a Google Street View almost. What we've done, though, is we've just made that specifically valuable for builders. And just like you said to you, we capture not just a moment in time, but a time series. And that's really valuable, right? Like being able to look underneath a concrete pour or behind drywall to see what's there is a lot faster and cheaper and easier than ripping things up. As I like to say, or as our customers like to say, there's not an undo button in construction, but you know, we provide the next best thing. And a lot of the risk and a lot of the waste in our industry is just a lack of, of trusted data. And that's all images are really. They're just really reliable, trusted sources of data, what's actually there. And uh, you know, for us, it's not a complicated thing to explain to a builder to say like, hey, wouldn't it be nice to be able to just teleport back and, and time machine back to see what was there? So many change orders, disputes, and even bigger problems are, are all about figuring out what happened. And how does this get created? So let's, speaking of grounding, what has to happen to make this happen? Yeah, I would say this is the main thing we figured out. This is like the product insight. The idea of having images of a project is not a new idea. And people have been taking photos of, of projects or otherwise scanning them since cameras were invented. All we've done is make it really, really easy and really, really fast. So to answer your question, with open space, what you do is you just take a 360 camera. These are consumer products like GoPro makes these and other companies do too. And you just take it along with you on your job walk. Like literally in open space, you can just pop it on your hard hat. You do a normal walk around the project. And then when you're done, you just upload that video to our cloud by your phone or by plugging into a computer. We crunch that data and turn it into that virtual kind of walk or that street view of your project. So I guess what I'm saying here, it's almost a byproduct of, of doing something people normally do, which is walking around projects. We also support a lot of things like if you're taking notes along the way, we'll automatically pin those to the plan and, and do various clever things. But bottom line is all you got to do is walk. If you walk around, then you can use open space. And I think there's, there's an, an, an implied function going on that I, I want to call out. And that is you're right, people have been taking photos, but are you sure you know where the photo was taken? You sure you know when the photo was taken? 
is that the same thing? As, and, and what I think you do is you index it to the same part of the job. So every time you walk through that, the system is able to, to line things up, right? That's right. These, these cameras are taking an image every half second, so twice a second, and we automatically pin them to the floor plan with zero manual input. So all the imagery is, you're right, tied to the time, but also to the place. I mean, I think we've all been in meetings, or, or many of us, when you're in an OAC meeting or something, and then the people are going through all these images of, of trade damage or something, and you're like, where is this? What is yeah. this? And no, nobody knows because yeah. it's so hard. Or it's incomplete. You're looking at like a 2D image, but you need to look a little to the left or right behind you. And so with our solution, which is 360, it captures really everything. So you don't have to be intentional at all. You just walk. Uh, one more thing I would add that I think works very well in open space. And, and one of the reasons I think we've been adopted so quickly is our system is very, it's very fast. So, you know, the average turnaround time to get that walkthrough completed and visible from anywhere in the world is, is about 15 minutes. So people can use open space to just solve a lot of things. It's not merely an archive to look at later, but it's something you can use to like solve problems, you know, on a day by day or week by week basis. So for those listening that haven't done things like this, 15 minutes is insane. I can't imagine the work you guys have done to, to cut it down that fast. I've done photogrammetry, which isn't really this, but some of the underlying kind of lining up of, of things is, is related. And oh my, it's just brutal how long it takes. So 15 minutes is insane. Yeah, we think speed is just a good. It's almost always good. And everybody likes things to be faster. I mean, that's not like a complicated thing like in the world. But we think that especially for builders, getting an answer quick is the difference between getting a certain class of jobs done versus not. If you're trying to like coordinate with your with your trades, say, and you have to wait a day or a week, you, you just it's pointless. You know, that's that data is not going to help you. So we we prioritize the whole system being simple, easy and, and fast. Yeah, that's amazing. And and how does the pinning of comments work? Is that based on, on their, their mobile phone? How do you how do you connect that that commentary to and presumably it's not just to the space, it's to the time as well. That's right. Yeah, we call that field notes. And you can do that whenever you want. If you're on a project, you can just pull out your phone and take a photo, add some notes, that sort of thing, put it to the floor plan. If you're walking with a 360 camera, we know what you're looking at. So you pull out your phone, you snap a photo, make a note. And yeah, you're right, we'll automatically pin that to the time and the place, the thing that you're looking at. And, and that's a lot of how we link into other systems like Procore and so on, where a lot of that information makes things like RFIs just way, way better. You know, if you can see what the person is talking about, it's a lot easier to answer that request for information than if you're just getting kind of a, a simple text or voice description. Yeah, that's that's really interesting. And I, I also want to point out twice a second is is like huge. That's, I mean, you're, you're capturing not just everything people walk by, but multiple angles of it as well, right? Are you able to, is that a, a big use case is people can not only see one angle of it, but they can, you're often able to say, well, hang on, go, you know, one step further and then look back because it's 360 and you can see the other side of what the problem was. That on its own feels like a huge step forward. Yeah, I think that's the big unlock, right? I mean, it's one thing to just have like a set of pictures or, or really in any decision you're making, you have kind of a selected set of data points that someone has to manually put together versus just having a replica of the thing you're curious about. 
you know, where you can just look and investigate pretty much any detail you want and not have to have to think about what you're capturing ahead of time. It really changes the game in terms of, of making informed decisions quickly. Yeah, I love it. So let's talk a little bit about how people use it. So, so intuitively, it makes sense. Of course, you want to know what's going on. But, but what are people doing with this? Yeah, it's a bunch of things. So when we first got out to market, the main thing that we did is we were a better mousetrap for the kind of photo documentation that people have to do anyways. Now, why do people do that? Well, mostly it's an archive for long-term risk and liability issues. You know, we all want to avoid getting jammed with a, not just change orders, but with lawsuits. And so documenting what's there is helpful to try to resolve those things. So people said, hey, you know, open space is like a better, faster, cheaper way to do that. But it was more than that, right? When you can have this full record accessible much faster, more often, you can just start solving all kinds of smaller, but still very painful problems more quickly. So when it comes to just handling smaller disputes, more disagreements, call them whatever you want. Those can be at the level of a change order or something smaller. People will just refer to open space as opposed to trying to hash it out or remember or looking at written reports. So you'll start to see open space is just open and being used during an OAC meeting. So as opposed to, or in addition to going over a bunch of items on a spreadsheet, you can just be looking around and seeing what's there. That is a general coordination thing. So people do a lot of coordination using open space, especially when people aren't on site, which is, which is common, you know, not for, not for even just small projects or big projects for all projects. You know, your architect may not be in the same city as you. I mean, they may even just be across town and getting them to the job site is a pain and waiting a week for them to come to do CA or answer a question is, is just too long. So people will have a lot of these meetings virtual through the platform. And you can kind of imagine everything from pre-con all the way to close out, having this visual record is useful. So punch listing through open space is pretty handy where you can see what is there before you get on the site. You can punch everything in the platform so people know it is know what's there and they're not confused. And then you can check from afar that things are getting done without having to send someone to like double, triple check. One more thing I will say in addition to the cutting of travel budget significantly is people use open space a lot in pay applications. So, you know, you if you are the payor, you're paying somebody, you're up one step in the chain. You kind of want to know the work was done well and being able to check it out from your desk is is great. It just allows the payment to flow more quickly. One more thing I can add to you if you want to talk about it is our system doesn't create a visual record. It actually is able to understand what's in those images and classify and quantify them. So we can count things like how much drywall you have taped and hung or how much duct is put in place. That's something we call progress tracking. And people use that for all the things I just mentioned. Yeah, let's get into project tracking because I think that's been a recent, relatively recent anyway, set of functionality, hasn't it? I feel like in the last year or so, I've been hearing about it more and more. What does that mean? Yeah, it's a pretty simple idea. Now, the technology behind it is quite complicated, but what it does is is pretty straightforward. So with our base core product, you walk around and you get all those images and you can go see what's going on in your job. That's what we've been talking about. Now, if you elect to use progress tracking, we can do something in addition to that. So we take those same images that are collected by people walking around, and then we've trained different AIs to understand what's in those images and classify them and quantify them. So 
to be concrete, we can measure concrete or say, drywall. I was going to say, <laughs> so to speak, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, I mean, drywall is a great example. So if that's the phase you're in, we can do things like tell you the percent complete of putting in top track framing, drywall that's taped, drywall that's hung. We can tell you whether things are started or in progress or complete, of course, since we know the percent complete. And we can even tell you how much material you've used. So that's denominated in different units depending on the material or the trade, right? So for drywall that's hung, it's like square feet you've hung. So we can say, hey, last month um, we hung 10,000 square feet of drywall and we taped 5,000 on floor X and we did yada yada on floor Y. And and that allows us to do a bunch of cool things, which I can talk about in terms of comparison to schedule and, and things like that. So basically that process of people walking around and taking the highlighter and uh, measuring what they're doing versus the takeoff, which is very time consuming, but critical. We can do that all pretty rapidly and, and automatically. And by the way, we track more and more things. Every month that goes by, we launch more and more trackers. So I mentioned drywall and concrete, mechanical ducting, electrical and floors and a bunch of stuff that we're adding to the system. So do you find that as these capabilities grow, your appeal and penetration to trades is growing as well? Because it sounds like in the very beginning, you were more obviously a GC focused product, whether that was true or not, it may have been perceived as such, but it feels like you're adding capability that makes it more and more attractive to, to payees to the point you were making earlier. Yeah, you know, our customers have consisted of general contractors, developer owners, and trades since we started. And I think that's because the type of visual data that the, the core product just produces is valuable to everybody in, in nuanced ways that are different. But the basic benefit of just seeing what's there appeals to everybody. But you're right that now that we can track individual trades, that makes us even that much more valuable to each trade. Now, of course, as we track more and more things, then that makes it valuable to GCs, not just self-performed GCs, but GCs in general, or even their customers, the owners, because they can get a sense of like, how is this project going? Is it going according to plan? Like, it's good to tell or to hear from my partners that they think it's going to plan. It's also nice to get some objective data behind that. So the more trackers we add, the closer we get to that so-called end-to-end system that can track pretty much everything you'd want, like the key critical path things that happen on most projects. And along the way, I have to ask, because this is different enough from how things are are normally done. I have to ask if you've come across things that surprised you, like whether, you know, people use it differently or they discovered this. Are there, are there just things that are emerging, like cool stories? Oh, always. I mean, there's so many interesting things people have done. Some things that we don't officially support but are cool <laughs> like people have have taken the cameras that we support and put them on all kinds of stuff like golf carts that so some of these jobs that we're on are, are quite large right so doing a drive around the perimeters is pretty important especially cities sometimes are like please prove to us that you didn't damage anything outside the job site like sidewalks people have put the cameras on drones and you know like again we don't really officially support that but it's it, it actually works. So that's kind of interesting in terms of how people have used it. But I think what's more interesting are are just the the value we create and the benefits. Because, you know, when we first started this company, I had a bunch of experience like building stuff for builders prior to this. And we bootstrapped the company with a few GCs that I had gotten to know well. So 
we weren't really speculating that this idea was good. We, we were pretty darn sure it was before we raised that first VC and started to enter the market for reals. But still, there were things that we thought that um, we weren't wrong about, but but we were right about in, in, a, in a weird, interesting way. So, for example, one of our big things we thought was like, you know, what's going to be great is is when you have those projects where the yeah the architect in Chicago, the projects in Southern California, these sorts of problems we can we can be so beneficial and give give the things that office workers and people that work behind desks that things that they take for granted we can give them to builders who will work out in physical reality. But that example of the architect in Chicago and the project in San Diego, the ability to like warp in from afar, what we learned is that is definitely valuable, but actually being able to warp even much shorter distances was really valuable and it made the product something people really loved. What I mean by that is you can have a PM or superintendent who's on the project, you know, they're, they're sitting there in the trailer and then there's some issue on floor three or five and like having to go out of the trailer across the yard up the lift and go check it out is really time consuming you know it's going to take you like an hour minimum you know it just will take that long just to go deal with it and we found a lot of our customers are like it's just really nice to when that knock on the door knock 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 hey boss you need to go check out this thing people can just look in their computer or their phone really quickly and deal with it it just that time savings is really valuable. Kind of things that seem so small, but make people really, really like the system. By the way, these guys that are telling me this, they're not like lazy and unwilling to go, you know, to go check things out on the job site. It's just that it's time consuming and, and folks in this industry work insane hours, as we all know. Mm-hmm. Now, one more example about that is, is again, the small example where we talk a lot about the data creating trust and transparency, mm-hmm. and we can talk talk about that in conceptual terms of of pay applications and things like that and cash flow. But even little things like I had a, a senior PE tell me this was a while back they were building a pretty big project in this case, and the owner was getting pissed. And this is a corporate owner, so not someone who builds a lot. So a little, a little bit less educated about how construction goes. They were mad that the project wasn't going according to schedule. Um, and the reason was that it was been raining. It was just wet on this project often. And of course, everybody intellectually knew that. And it was baked into the schedule. But still, this owner was like, I'm not happy. Like, I know it's raining, but you guys surely can get some stuff done. And it was this moment of like potential bad feelings getting created or trust getting destroyed. And the senior PE told me, he's like, God just opened up open space in this meeting and we just clicked in to the project and I could just show that the mud was like calf deep. It was just really gross and impossible to do work. And then suddenly with their client could just visually see the situation. They just understood it better. They're like, okay, I, I get it. Makes sense. And so it's hard to quantify how much money did that save? I don't know. But I do know that that kind of thing like really created a lot of trust and made people really, you know, be like, we need to keep this system because it's solving all these kinds of painful problems. Yeah, that's great. And I mean, who knows what lawsuit it may have averted because someone didn't suspect something, even if it wasn't founded. Totally. Uh, One of the things I wanted to point out also is earlier in the conversation, you were talking about how open space will make it a lot easier for people to check on things. And what we find with software is when you make, you, when you remove friction, it isn't just that people do things more, they do things they wouldn't have done. 
So they check things that they wouldn't have checked. They would have just said, I'm sure it's okay. And maybe they catch things because they're checking more often. But also they start to think about things differently. They start to think about the entire job in a different way because it's all at their fingertips instead of being a walk or an elevator ride away. And that's really an, an interesting mind shift, right? Is that you give people an access to the space in a way that they didn't have before. I think that's exactly right. You know, I think great technologies or technology companies, they, they solve a problem that's, that's really obvious to their customer. It's not complicated for them to get it. And then they do something in addition. They enable new behaviors, just as you're talking about. One small example I can think of is, so in open space, to get started, all we need is, is drawings. Like it's very simple to get started. But if you do have a model, like a BIM model, we can incorporate that too. And what we found is that, you know, people engage with the model a little bit more because now instead of it being purely in the realm of a VDC manager or somewhere off far away, you can have people in the field doing this with an open space, look at the reality of, of, the, of the photo imagery, compare it to the model, and then just be like, oh, okay, that's good. Or, whoa, that looks weird right? And they can they can correct it. And I don't think, you know, lots of times people would just not even engage with the model at all, because it was just too complicated or, or weird to deal with. And you know, we just generally believe you, you put good information in front of smart professional people, they'll get a lot of stuff done. And that, that's kind of our philosophy here. I mean, we're an artificial intelligence company, our system is lots of super complex things. But we're generally not trying to do things on behalf of people, we're trying to empower them so they can get stuff done way faster. That makes a lot of sense. And I think what I've heard you say that I really like is one of the things you're doing for the BIM model is taking an abstraction and, and allowing people to connect with it in a concrete way, which probably is the argument for taking pictures to begin with, right? It's, it's much more concrete and you, you viscerally understand what you're looking at instead of conceptually understanding what people are describing to you. Yeah, that's exactly right. You know, pictures worth a thousand words, you know, and we humans are pretty visual creatures, right? Like we can do a lot of reasoning and getting stuff almost instantly when we can see things. And so we're general believers that that type of information can be incredibly valuable. Again, especially the people that we serve in our industry, builders who are, who are working out in real physical reality. And how does this help with handover and, and ultimately facility management? Because that's one of the big, you know, to-be-fixed parts of the construction cycle is the handle. Oh, yeah. So how do you guys address that or at least help with it? I do think we help with it, yeah, because, I mean, as you know, it's a painful part of a project. It's like when everybody wants to be done with the project and suddenly you have all this detail work to do, all the motivations are pointing in the wrong direction to have good handovers. And so what OpenSpace does is it's kind of creating a great handover piece of data all along the way. So many of our customers are our owners, right? And that's because they get this. They're like, you know, once I have my building built or, or renovated, by the way, you know, like a lot of open space customers are doing small three to six month projects. It's not all big, giant projects. These folks are like, well, I'm going to be one that's going to be operating this or, or monetizing the space in some way. Right. And having that record is easy. Like, it's not like pulling teeth. All I have to do is have a login to open space. And then I can see what's there. So if I need to do a future renovation or if there's some issue with the equipment, that is not a problem. So, for example, some of the builders will go through their project and they will take field notes of certain, you know, critical pieces of equipment and they'll upload the manual. Like it's basically like O&M, right? But 
you can do it in this nice visual way that's really easy to understand and then for future people to to keep the building running and uh have that knowledge of what's of what's there without having to be like i think i know the superintendent that worked on this eight years ago hopefully he's not retired i need to track him down to ask this question that's amazing yeah i, I love that idea that that you're giving them we're back to the time machine comment you made earlier, right? That they can go go back and look in time and see what see what they bought. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's exactly right. And, and as I mentioned, you know, we keep on making the system smarter and smarter. So, like, automatically recognizing these things is something we can do too. One thing that we're proud of is that our customers have captured around, I think it's about nine billion square feet of data wow. so far. Wow. Um, so it's a lot of information, right? And that means that we are in a really lucky spot as open space that we can make the system smarter because we have all this data. And that, that's kind of the critical resource to build these AI systems. You mentioned integrating with Procore. How do you guys look at, at integrations generally? I mean, Procore makes sense because they're the system of record for a lot of, a lot of applications or a lot of, you know, a lot of what people do. But how do you guys think about, because you mentioned downstream apps like, like some payment apps and so on. How does that affect how you look at the business? Yeah, I mean, we just try to solve customer problems. So we just prioritize the ones that we hear the most often that have the biggest impact. And that's how our roadmap pretty much works. You know, we have bigger strategic vision and stuff like that, but we're here to solve customer problems. So typically what we do is we just pay attention to those. Generally speaking, we see that there are a lot of workflows that can be informed with visual information and we try to enrich those. So, you know, in Procore... Or, you know, Autodesk Construction Cloud, they all have various workflows tied to things like RFIs, observations, and things like that. So that's one way we inject our visual data into those systems to make make those workflows a little bit easier to, to deal with. And that is like one of the, that's probably the critical thing we think about, honestly, in terms of integrations is like, does this make something people need to do already easier? And then we just, we just work on those. Excellent. Well, we're kind of bringing this one in for a landing. Anything you want to talk about in terms of, of open space in the future and where you guys are looking forward to next? Yeah, totally. I mean, our goal is is pretty simple. At this point, we're pretty confident that we bring a lot of value to builders. Like we have a lot of, not just anecdotes, but data that proves that. So our goal is to, we call it be everywhere. You know, we don't mean that literally, but for anybody that can benefit from the system, we want to make sure they they know about us and can try us and try and make sure that trying us is really easy. So that's been a big focus for us. And then we're always trying to make the system both easier to use and smarter. So you'll see us continue to add more and more capabilities that allow people to analyze the data in pretty sophisticated ways and compare that to things like their schedule. And then in terms of making it easier to use, at the end of last year, we introduced scanning not just with the 360 cameras, but with these new iPhones have LiDAR scanners. So that's a really convenient thing. It's in most people's pockets, right? So we support that too, just to make it easier to get even more data. So someone can can scan a, you know, really anything. And then we can have that data in our system. People can snap measurements and do pretty, pretty cool things from afar. So we're always looking at ways to just pull in more and more visual information into the system, always focused on, on ease of use. Excellent. Well, Jeevan, I've really appreciated learning more about open space. As I say, I've had an eye on you guys for since the, your your days at Suffolk Boost. So it's been a heck of a journey. Thank you for being on the podcast. Hey, it's been my pleasure, Hugh. Thanks for having me. And in the show notes, we'll we'll have some ways that people can learn more about open space and, and follow you on LinkedIn.
Yeah, that sounds great. I mean, openspace.ai is the website. We're on LinkedIn and all the normal places. Awesome.